I draw my sword, my rapier, and my short sword. Okay. What? So, what did they draw? Maddox. Maddox, which are like, like, a, like big warhammers, warhammer. Like a, Ooh, like a warhammer with a pick on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Holy. Sh yep. Um, yeah, these dwarves mean business. <laughs> and uh, and so they they do that, and um, he's kind of like he's sort of stands like looking at it, and and Zephyros, I mean, he's like, oh no, we 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 can't have that. And uh, with that, let us get some initiative going, uh, folks. Oh man, I was gonna say before we, before the inevitable happens, yeah. can I jump down? <laughs> Not so much. You're gonna have to figure out how to Damn. handle that. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get us Squishy some guys stuck here. in a room. At least I'm stuck in a room oh, with Zephyros. Um, FYI. Um, uh, Greg, if you check your emails, you now have a sound clip of the Zephyros. <gasps> do I really? You do. But it, it's like super loud, so I've turned the game like right down on it. Um, so you just need to let me know if it's super, like super, super quiet, because I've got it saved as a pro I've got it as a project now. Okay, we'll do it. Um, also, so just do whatever you want. That's awesome. Watch my initiative. Can you guys? Um, are you able to hear in roll twenty this music loudly enough? Too loudly? Too loud. Sounds good. Too loud. You can turn it down in roll twenty yourself though, because there's a volume level under settings. Okay. Now, chat. Can you guys hear? Um, this music, okay. Technic. Look at this. Even, and in my email, of course, is the thank you for purchasing uh, the, from Roll20. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> you might also be interested in these tokens. Exactly. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, I gotta stop this for just a second. Here, here's, here's the sound. Zephyroth. That's so funny. Oh, I, can't hear, I didn't hear it. Oh, I think, it's, I think it's not chat, in I think I chat just, will hear it. It's in the stream. Yeah, I think chat will hear that. So, there you go. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> music might be a touch quiet but audible. Okay. So, I turned it up slightly. Uh, okay. Lovely. Well, thank you very much, Mike. You're an officer and a gentleman. All right. Um, so, let's get our initiative going here. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Initiative. And uh, <laughs> you should be able to put that in the turn tracker. I'm going to pull up my own... Uh, Initiative. Um, how can I put it in the turn tracker? Uh, oh, mine's already there. Okay. No yeah. valid totals. Which one did you get? Fifteen or eighteen? Uh, eighteen. Okay. I'm gonna delete the one that's not real. Okay. Here we go. Alrighty. Um, and uh, so that's that. Uh, Celsig. Yeah. For some reason. Got an eight. Can you drag yourself into uh, the turn tracker for me then? Or actually, you know what? You don't need to do that. If you right click on your character, there should be a thing that says add turn. Oh, hang on. Uh, no, I've got nothing popping up. Hang on. On the top of the menu. If you right click on that, on your character on the, on the map, on your token. Yeah, I'm getting no, I'm getting nothing that's popping up. Um, I can edit the token. There's no, there's no, no, no. menu? There's no I'm not getting it right. No, no, not, okay. if, not if we right click on it. Then. Yeah, I'm um, not sure. All right, I'll have to take a look at that later. Um, it could just yeah. be permission based. It might be, but I thought I gave you guys that. All right, uh, now there's that, and Greta. Um, I don't know whether you can add 17 there uh, as um, a. Yeah, it's 
when I rolled it said um, you wanted no. to send the result of this to the turn tracker but no valid token was selected so I don't know if I had to click myself before I did it or something yeah I may need to I may need to figure out a way to add this back um, Saad actually helped me the guy one of the guys who's uh, Mike knows who's in my other campaign um, is your roll 20 guru and is able to give me some information yeah um, he really is this. Um, so no okay let's see right that really hurts. I am slower than the half orc and the heavily armored dwarf. <laughs> I'm, yeah, gonna, I'm just going to chalk it up to you being uh, like, Jesus, I've, did someone yeah. get these mother bleeping dwarves off my mother bleeping <laughs> yeah. castle, flying castle? I've just had like the opposite of an out of body experience. I've had a someone else in my body experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> so okay. Um, Not going to say anything. Not going to say a thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've just realized what I've said now. <laughs> And um, these guys, by the way, are all wearing splint mail, which is fairly heady stuff. And you can now see why it would have been difficult um, to... You, you can see why you would need an adult um, dragon to be able to carry this, because this is pretty good weight um, that you're talking about with these guys. Um, but they were able to do it with uh, apparently no problem. Or the creature was able to do it with apparently no problem. <laughs> Sean just made a good point. Uh, on the bright side, I let everybody else get the aggro ahead of me with this initiative. True, 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 true. <laughs> All right, so there we go. Let's get this descending. Lovely. All right. Um, so right, what have I got on me? What can I use to get down there? Eighteen. I'll say I just stunned. have images of like just behind me I'm just gonna hear and I just see Urash just appear and disappear through the hole <laughs> yeah, possibly <laughs> I regret Oof. nothing yeah, exactly. except uh, this landing I regret Oof. this landing <laughs> uh, okay and... I mean how many feet are we talking about from the airy to the first floor again uh, about a hundred feet or so because the room the middle room is about 80 feet high so yeah okay got it um, so... Hey, Urash, remember how you wanted me to jump on the bed? <laughs> Urash, uh, yeah. Urash, you were up. You can decide what you want to do. For... Oh, wait, I got to... Wait a minute. Let me actually roll for the... Wait. How about I roll for him? Yeah, maybe maybe roll for everybody else as well. Yeah, well, no, just, just him. That was the big one. <laughs> Is it just, just uh, Zephyroth? Zephyroth. Do, do, do. Do, do, do. Do, Please roll well, giant cloud man. <laughs> Actually, I might, I might even just jump on him, in all honesty. Like he's, uh, he's, surely he's closer than the bed. Shadow of the Colossus him. You can scream, catch me! What is your, uh, Rush, what's your dexterity? My dexterity is 14. Clumsy orcs. Right. He's going quiet. I don't like this. Last but certainly not least. <laughs> we will now, you, you will now need to dodge the dragon attack. He's trying to figure out how he can mostly I'm, kill you, but not entirely kill you. Ah, sure, oh, sure you Chad played D&D with Gug before. <laughs> I, I'm sure Chad agrees with me that, that uh, these guys will be fine. I don't know what would concern you guys about. Oh, I don't I'm know. Happy, an, an adult dragon turning up at level 4. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. 
it's fine. I just want to get off this floor so that the, when when the dragon finally does decide it's going to pick a fight, I'm not in the line of its breath attack. Fair <laughs> enough. Lovely. Okay, Rosh, you're up. Okay, um, how good of an angle do I have on um, Zephyros? Um, not From where I am at the moment. Great. Um, okay. You can, I mean, because the thing is, so if you, you know, you're right up here, right? And uh, mm-hmm. this is that so he, same spot. So I'd maybe assuming he sees you, you could be like, wall. Zephyros, catch me. You know, maybe he reacts well, but... Um. Right. Okay, See, yeah, Sherry, I'm... you got a giant. You got four griffins. The dragon is outside. You got lots of advantages. <laughs> I, you know, it's <laughs> coming up roses. Everything. Everything is coming true. up. This is true. I just, I kind of just like die. to, I, I just like to get out of the room that's made primarily of glass. Um. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna shout to uh, Zephyros. Zephyros, I'm going to jump. Catch me. And then I'm going to jump. Okay. Uh, so let's see. You're going to jump. Let's and then see. we have to wait for Zephyrus' turn to come round to find out if he catches you. Right. I'm kind of hoping he's <laughs> going to like, react. Slow-mo, just like... Least... Well, first we're going to see least... if he makes his perception check. We're going to see if we can do that. <laughs> he doesn't even notice. Let's see. <laughs> you Let take a hundred points of damage. Uh, <laughs> you are attacked by a stone tower. <laughs> Let's see. All Gravity right. kills Orash. Let's see what we got. Uh, oh, God. Well, so oh, no. he yeah. perceived you, and then he makes a dexterity check as you go plummeting past him. Yeah. But I have to be honest, the two that he rolled on the dexterity <laughs> check is not promising. It so he's sort of like, see me at the bottom! <laughs> so you go, you're like flying past him down there. And then... Someone would like to inspire Urash. This might be a very good time. This yes, that's be. actually a good someone call. Someone wants to inspire either myself or the giant. You can inspire the giant. <laughs> you can inspire players. However, <sighs> um, however, uh, there is going to be a saving throw that he's going to have to make when he gets to the bottom. Um, <laughs> as you plummet by, though, Zephyros does see um, as you plummet by, like and. It kind of is. He's like, "Oh my goodness!" and um, starts uh, immediately whispers a couple of words, and you feel um, your body start to slow down. Um, actually, in the air, you, you feel your body start to slow down as if there's like a cushion of air pushing you up. Not enough, however, to stop you from hitting the ground entirely. So, what I will need you to do is to make a uh, saving throw, um, a dexterity saving throw, to see how much damage you can avoid. Now, this one chat could help you with inspiration if you wish so if you wish to inspire uh urash not to land on his face after trying to get down to help his party and do what he thinks is right this is your chance if you wish to do this i'm only trying to do what's right i'm only trying to save my friends i'm going to make the saving throw in a second i'm just talking long enough to someone <laughs> it's more like no longer falling damage. Right, like quickly stopping <laughs> falling damage, yeah. yeah. Anyone? 
And no, he could not make a dexterity acrobatics nope. check to give Zephros an advantage in catching. Like, here's my <laughs> taper. The way you inspire him, Bob, is, and again, this is not a requirement for anybody, but it's more or less a fun thing that we do over on my channel where people who support my Patreon get one or two inspirations a month they can use to support players across my campaigns. I run several of them. So we had a couple of people um, who were able to jump in um, and support based on the support of the Patreon. They got an inspiration they could inspire over here. So if you don't have one of those and don't want to do that, that's totally fine. It's this little fun thing that chat so, can do if it so wishes. And there's nothing yeah, riding I, on it, just, you know, Warash's face really is just the, it, Just the, the life of the warrior, it's fun. <laughs> um, so I had... I just I had, does this class is, uh Does this class as a threat that's coming towards me? <laughs> um... <laughs> I mean, That's a damage. <laughs> Define it's, it's threat. Ten... Okay, so can I threat use of ending? to yes. have an advantage on my deck save? Be thou inspired. So, was that well? <laughs> is that an actual like? Be thou inspired. Were you actually inspiring him, or are you? Are you? Did you go over and do what you need to do first? Um, because oh, Braxy. Yeah, I appreciate the thought, Bob Bear. You could you could actually like talk him up. You like you can do it. Like that definitely will help. But <laughs> you could do uh, it. You could do it. But anyway, so um, it's not a threat in terms of a combat threat. Um, uh, it is combat, and it's gonna hurt me. It is it's in combat hurt. that you are falling to it the is. ground, hurtling. Yes. <laughs> I threw myself off the tower. It's basically like a hundred and fifty <laughs> foot drop. I don't think there's any. Okay, problem. cool. Right. Okay, let's let's see what this does then, shall we? Um, All right. Deck saving throw. Yes. Let's do it. Come on. Oh, look at the dexterity save. Damn. Like a cat. It's good intentions. You can do it. Yeah. Nice. So you <laughs> so you fall and you like remembering your childhood when you used to I'm being, um, dropped, being dropped from large heights. <laughs> you you like learned like you used to watch observe cats like as they would turn around and land. On. Um, but uh, you try to basically roll when you hit. And so let's see, 150 feet. What? Oh man, 150 feet. I had time to screen twice. Oh god, he's falling the full length. It's like, this was a mistake! Yeah, and that, this that was still a mistake! Yeah, no, he... get off. Okay. Yeah, I, um, I feel so you, you save for half damage. Down. You would have okay. taken 63 damage. But because of, because of, which would have been worse if he hadn't slowed you down, by the way. But if, uh, but because of this, the save, you actually take half that. So you take only 31 points of damage. Only 31 <laughs> points of damage. So you land, you're like, I got it! I'm fine! Like down below. <laughs> Damn it, Spleen, I've just put you back. The bad news is that you're on the ground and very bruised. The good news is you're on the ground. The bad news is you're not where the fight is. Now the fight rages above you. The bad news is I feel my bones sticking out of my body. <laughs> More which is like I'm reasonably certain my shoulder's not supposed to be up there and my elbow's not supposed to be up there. Exactly true. I'm not, or I'm his not. mother used to throw him out of the nest to try to get him to fly. <laughs> he reduced the <laughs> diameter of the impact crater by 33%. Why did why did none of the griffins save him? I thought they liked the him. Griffin, because the griffins are like this. There's a dragon! There's a dragon! They are completely flipped out by the presence of a dragon that is flying around in Around, around. Also, you note um, that as the uh, as the as the dwarves that you passed by were sort of you know going past this, you see this very confused because Celsius, you hear this screaming right, and you're like, "What?" And then you see this orc like hurtling past you, and then this sickening thud, and then I'm fine from below, and you're just kind of like, "I don't, 
you know. So, believe it or not, you actually say... have an action, Norash, at this point. Can I just say in response uh... to that, I told you, but would you listen? Oh, no! <laughs> I'm just standing there open mouth, like, what? What? I have I have nothing I can do really at the moment. Um, I'm thinking to gain health back. I was just looking through some of my uh, some of my skills. There's nothing I can really do. Had I had I thought had I thought better of this, I'd have probably raged beforehand and maybe possibly gotten a pity resistance to some of the damage. But I don't think that would have worked. Um, so my do you not Sorry? have a second? I'm, I was going to say see a illness because he was taken off. Um, Mike, do you not have a second wind available? Second win. No, that's a fighter one, isn't it? Maybe just fighter and not barbarian. Yeah, yeah that's that's fighter and a right. barbarian. Right. I'm not as I'm not as funky as fighters, unfortunately. <laughs> Never mind then. Um You could raid, yeah. I'd be angry if I just fell so, 150 feet. Uh, yeah, it seems like a pretty good time to, so I'm gonna I'm gonna rage. I'm gonna give myself my little aura and I'm gonna rage. Um Does that I'm so angry and confused. <laughs> I've missed a floor entirely. Um yeah, so does that count as my rage? Does that my rage count as my action, or is that just like something that happens? Because I'd like to I try and shout back up action. to Zephyrus. I think you rage as okay, a bonus cool. action, but I will check. Um, but okay. I believe it if is not, bonus I would like to shout back up to Zephyrus in my sort of slightly gurgly voice. Now. It is a bonus action. Um, it is a bonus action. Okay, cool. Uh, I'd like to shout back up to um, Zephyros. Oh, I actually can't remember how you pronounce his name now. I've said it incorrectly that many times. Zephyros, um, that's close. Little help. <laughs> and uh, actually, and so you say that, and he looks down at you because it happens to be his turn, um, and, <laughs> uh, which is convenient for you. Um, <laughs> well, you say this, he's about to take me closer to danger. Right. Um, so he says, um, <laughs> and so he says, uh, certainly my friend. And, um, he, uh, he lifts his hand and this cloud of air, which is, again, you felt this, this sort of swirl of air under you, slowing you down initially, now lifts you up, um, and brings you up to the second floor and sets you down, um, right here, um, <laughs> behind, like right there, basically behind. Yep. Um, and he said, and then he looks at you and he says, um, Perhaps you might want to uh, go a different route next time, my friend. You look somewhat, um, well, the worse for wear for your descent. I didn't know that legs bent like that, for instance. I... Oh, they're not supposed to. Maybe you should install stairs. <laughs> Why would I do that? And then he, um, and then he turns. I um, point to my broken leg. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Point to our shoulder. Uh, let's see. Broken elbow. <laughs> okay. Let's see if they actually uh, see if they actually listen. Um, okay, so uh, <laughs> all right. Um, let's see what we've got here. So he uh, then turns um, and he says in this sort of loud booming. I mean, all of his voice is loud. His voice is always about loud and booming, but it seems to be more authoritative somehow. And he says, "Stop the." Oh, he does it with the echo. Machine. Stop <laughs> this attack. He says, um, commanding them, and... Yeah, Brexy, absolutely. Okay. So, these three <laughs> stop and kind of turn and look at him somewhat confused. 
the Which other three, they're sort of looking at him confused. Okay, the other okay, three yeah. um, sort of look over at him and they kind of shake their head like something was bothering them for a minute and then is gone. Um, and so these three are con this, these three and this guy basically who's running up are continuing uh, their attack. Um, but the others stop. Um, and that leads us to Greta. Okay. I will um, create a flaming sphere to intercept the, the, the three to put it, you know, like a little bit to the right of where the B of orb is. I'm not trying to put it on them, but, you know, between them and the orb as much as possible. Okay. Maybe, maybe, can, maybe I can draw it. I know, no, I know what you're saying. How, um, how big is the sphere again? Five feet. Okay, these are ten like there. feet I want it there. Okay, so you can do that. All right. Yeah, and then I shout, Stop it for Falto's sake! Okay. Um, let's see. So you don't bring it on them. You just you just stop I don't the... bring it on it. I'm just in trying to intercept them. Okay. Uh, let's see. All right. Um, so you do that. Um, are you going to try to move? Do you, do you wish to duplicate <laughs> your partner in crime? Um, by... No. See you at the bottom. Uh, okay. So you're going to stand where you are. Uh, and actually, let me think. What's the range on that flaming sphere? Um, the range is 60 feet. And if the tower is 120 feet, that should work. Well, the... Oh, yeah. The issue is the 80 foot... Yeah, because the rookery. That's true. Um, yeah, it's... Wait, how much did you say? 60, 60 feet. feet. See, the problem is fell, from floor to ceiling. 120 feet. Yeah, hmm? the, well, the problem is... Oh, oh, oh. So, wait, you can cast it up to 120 feet from you, or you can cast it 60 feet from you. The reason I'm asking is because with, the, the room below... Six, within a 60 within foot. Within 60 feet. Yeah. So the problem is, you're going to have to drop it then, because uh, this room is 80 feet tall, this, this, this second room. So you literally be about 20 feet above the floor as far as you could get the orb. And that's assuming, really, you're about five feet above it because you're standing above the hole that leads to below. But I'll give you that part of it. So you're about 60 feet, so you got 20 feet that you would need to drop the orb down on top of them, which is probably still okay. doable. But Yeah, I, I can, after, I can, I can like, cast it within 60 feet, and then I can, as a bonus action, move it for 30 feet. Okay, how and does it always need to be within sixty feet of you or not? It doesn't. I don't, didn't find anything about that. I didn't think that would be a problem. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, you don't expect to be fighting in you know giant towers like this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, wait. Andy, flaming sphere range. Uh, fifth edition. Here we go. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't specify. It just says you can move the sphere up to 30 feet, but it doesn't say it has to stay within any range. An unoccupied space of your choice within range and lasts for the duration. Okay. Um, oh, so it's within range. Yeah. So I would say that what that means is if you drop it there, it's probably going to be out of your control when you drop it there unless you follow it. Down. Ah, that's not good. We don't want to fire a sphere ro rolling around. That, that, that would not end well. <laughs> I mean, um, you, could just, nope. you could just do that and wait for the screaming to stop, but, but presumably that would, <laughs> that would not be the best I, thing. I, I might hold that against you. <laughs> yeah, but only for a moment, wouldn't you? <laughs> That's um, true, then I'd die. <laughs> okay, then I'm just going to shoot a guiding ball just right in front of their feet, because that one has a range of 120 feet. Okay. 
And it is, you know, like to get their attention, maybe because that makes radiant damage. Like I would expect some kind of flare, like boom, like it being bright if it makes radiant damage. Okay, so you're specifically trying to miss, right? I'm specifically trying to miss if that is possible. Yes. What I'll ask you to do is to make. Um, I'm going to ask you to make a ranged spell attack at negative two. Um, if you hit, in quotes, it means that you hit at their feet. If you miss, it means that you probably hit them. Okay, I'm going to roll and then we just deduct two, okay? Correct. Because otherwise it's going to be complicated. That's fine, that's fine. I'm going to get rid of this also. There, 18. Okay, 16. Okay, that's fine. So you're able to strike them at the distance and one of them is like, oh, like jumps around uh, and kind of looks up to see you uh, where the bolt came from. And he kind of, uh, you know, looks at you angrily, like, ah, and turns back to um, attacking uh, the orb. Um, but he, you know, clearly you got his attention right there. Um, yeah, go ahead. Like, I'm trying to appear, like, totally priestly, and I hear, stop it in the name of Faltos. Dude. And, okay, and he's, and so the guy actually <laughs> yells back at you um, and says, uh, the guy yells back at you and says, we can't. It's the only chance we have to stop this attack. I don't know why you're working for him. And he starts to, you know, go off again. There, there is no attack! Um, let's see. I think I know. Okay. Um. Well, we made the same assumption, didn't we, when we saw this tower? Okay. That's a very good point, it's yeah. They're oh. probably gonna, they're probably gonna think... This is one of the uh, kind of rampaging giants. Not what? a crazy old cloud giant. <laughs> He's lovely. Leave him alone. <laughs> yeah, but he is a crazy old cloud giant. Yeah, no, I was just saying, like, <laughs> leave him alone. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. I did what I could do. <laughs> the Church of Dude. <laughs> Okay, so he, so they're back to, so that, yeah, so you heard, all of you heard him say what he just said. Um, <laughs> so you can keep that in mind. Now, on their turn, literally every single one of these guys, so these three, go forward. These three sort of stand around looking confused. And actually, let's see. Oh, well, actually. Um, so this one turns back and begins to attack again. These two just sort of stare at him stupidly, but all of them attack the orb, and none of them pay attention to you or to Zephyros, except for the one that's like the two that are staring at him. Okay, hit, hit, critical hit, and then a couple of misses. So, blam, blam, blam! Like there's you know like cracking down on the orb. The orb is like seems to be resisting it at the moment, but you know it more damage like that is going to be a problem. What's up, Nightwolf? I have a quick question. Sure. Um, is anything happening to the tower at the moment? No. I, okay. <laughs> I think my thoughts are on the same lines. What? Not, yeah. Not or breaks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's just what I'm yeah. wondering. I'm wondering if this is like a trinket of his, <laughs> or if it's like the thing that power. Yeah. The thing that powers his tower. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Moving swiftly on. Um. All right. Celsig. <laughs> okay. Up. Well, what I'd like to do is run over to Urash. Okay. I'm going to pull my potion of healing off my belt and hand it to him. Okay. So okay. giving so be aware that you can do that. Running mm -hmm. over giving him the potion is going to be an action. 
Yeah, yeah, that, so, that's fine. Uh, I was kind of anticipating that being the case. Okay. Um, so just so Arash knows, when he takes the potion, it will cure him of 2d4 plus 2 hit points when you drink it. And you can, actually, much, you'll get you. you can actually give him, you can actually, you know, if he wishes it, you can give him the potion right now to use up, like, plan. right, yeah. the action. <laughs> or, <laughs> I just so, yeah, run over, okay. slam his head back, You're like, take this. down his mouth. What are you... Okay, so go ahead and roll a... The last time we did this, I woke up in a dung heap in the middle of town. <laughs> 2d4 plus 2. Okay. Oh, are you, are you doing it? Okay. I'll do it, yeah. Cool. Five. Well. Do, 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 do. <laughs> hey, that's better than nothing. And then I just want to turn and can I attempt to shout something at the people? You can shout, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's here to attack you. We're tracking the same, uh, the same tower that you are. This isn't that tower. Um, oh, yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> and um, and the other one looks over his shoulder and says, uh, not the same one, but the other one is like, what are you daft? This thing's the only thing that we know about. It's run by a giant. We're all in trouble. It'll destroy all of us, you fools. <laughs> Do you see any giant boulders round here? Um, and the one, the one says, no, he threw them all off over the wall already. Okay. And uh, that's as much as conversation as you guys were able yep. to get in on that turn. Okay. Um, now we get um, the dragon's turn. Yeah. So the dragon, oh. you know, oh, it's like, you know, no, 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 and then uh, hovers basically in front of the window and fixes you, um, Greta, assuming you're looking out that window, <laughs> with this um, penetrating gaze. Um, but. It is not a. It's not an evil gaze. It's not a you know I hate you and will kill you type of gaze. There almost might be a, a hint of pity in it or something King like Kong? that. Um, <laughs> something called what? Uh, pity. I said there. There might okay. even be a little bit of that. Um, and uh, it, having looked at you, you are now terrified. I will try to not look tasty. Uh, let's see. <laughs> look as unappetizing as possible. Okay. Um, let's see. So the um, so the dragon uh, opens its mouth and exhales breath, which passes through and over and into like around the cracks in the glass, um, and into the room in front of you. Um, I need you to make a constitution saving throw, please. I should have jumped. Suddenly that 30-something points of damage, I'm looking too bad, aren't I? (laughs) And I'm out of healing potions. Yeah, great! (laughs) Okay, so um, as this happens, um, you feel uh, your body begin to stiffen. Okay. Um, I'm not trying. <laughs> and um, you feel yourself like your mouth, your jaw tightening, and everything. And um, suddenly, you topple forward and lie on the ground. Now you can think, and you can, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But you cannot no, move. I didn't mean you to have that. been paralyzed for the moment. There we 
go. I, but I, I did not fall down, right? Nope. You toppled forward. That would have okay, been, had, had I been a jerk, you would have toppled backwards. No, um, but it actually, and, and as you do that again, you're, you're sort of, as you're still looking up, you can see the dragon's great head looking through the glass at you. And again, it seems to almost look at you pityingly and then takes off again and starts flying around the tower. Um, okay. Okay. Then uh, that, that leads that us back up to the... Orash. Did that just hit Grata? Or yes, that, like, and the reason is because anything? the glass. Yes, because the glass mitigated a lot of the effects of it. Oh, okay. Um, so okay. it really kind of flowed through. This was not yeah. cold breath. It was not. It was not damaging. She didn't get damaged at all. This is no. Some it's, kind just, of a, it's just paralysis. Right. I forgot it was a silver dragon. Right. Uh, and yes, that would break concentration, but I don't think she's got anything going with concentration right now. No, I have nothing going with concentration. Hey, what's up, Dragonspear? Okay. Uh, so that brings us back up to uh, Orash. Orash, you are standing, looking at uh, two dwarves staring at Zephyros, four dwarves that are wailing away um, at uh, the orb, and you heard uh, Greta be like, Hur! and then something, her voice was cut short, and then you heard a thud. A thud. Okay. Um, so I'm going to shout at the, or- at the orcs. Let shout go at yeah, I'm going to shout at the dwarves something along the lines of Stop what you're doing! This giant means you no harm! Um, okay. So... Alright, she uh, give them some beer and they'll stop. Um, <laughs> okay, so... And one of them, one of them looks at you um, and stops and turns and says Why are the lot of you daft? Don't you understand you're on a giant's castle? Has he poisoned your mind as well as your brain? That's the same thing. Never mind. Has he poisoned your mind? Um, and uh, he sort of stares at you and says, uh, you know, if we don't destroy this tower, the thing is going to bring down destruction on all of us, just like it has to our people already. And But he's, but he's now I, looking okay. at you, uh, Orash. Okay. Can I still talk to him? Uh, can you talk to him? Yes. Yeah. Okay, and this cool. is, by the way, um, yes, I will allow this, but now we're entering into action territory, which is fine, but I'm just letting you know. Okay. Um, oh, I forgot what I was going to say now. Okay, so I'm going to try and intimidate him. I'm going to say something along the lines of Don't be a damn fool We're chasing the same giant you are You are destroying our only chance Of stopping this destruction And with that I will roll my dice I have 14 on intimidation Uh, let's see Uh, I'm actually going to ask you to re-roll that But not as intimidation Um, as persuasion Oh, I don't have (laughs) Persuasion well, so actually, no. I take, that, I take that back. I take that back. I take that back. Oh. I'm wrong. No, not per- certainly not perception. <laughs> well, no, you I, perceive I'm, that I'm you're wondering, talking. Um, I'm, I'm wondering. Oh, I click perception anyway. Um, I'm, I'm wondering: is persuasion really the one we want to do? Considering I've just inflicted a lot of wounds on myself and I'm raging. No, how persuasive you're, you're, am I going to be? I want be? you to do what you felt was right to do. So intimidation's right. Um, you so you do that, and the other ones are like, uh, the other one looks at you as like. Oh, imagine Orash's intimidation Samuel Jackson's point. <laughs> With righteous anger and furious vengeance. Uh, no, he, so he, he looks back at you and he's kind of like, um, Listen, we were sent here by the lady to bring an end to the destruction of this creature. I don't know what it's done to you, but we can't take the chance of it. 
and he sort of turns away from you again. Um, he does not seem to be intimidated by you. Uh, okay. I am curious I'm as to sure. why Greta I'm has vanished from the Lady? I, I'm very sorry, I deleted myself. Well, did you say you deleted Delete. yourself, per, like, period? Yeah, my, my, my token, I deleted it. I'm hey, sorry. Greta's token vanished. Well, great. Um, let's see. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, no, I was, I was just mostly joking about the well, great part. Um, all right. Well, I'm, I'm... Let's see if I can get back your character. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that uh, I can't say anything else to him, correct? That's like Not my Not as part action. of the same interaction. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, let's see. I, I'm trying to find where... What the character was that I used for you. Ooh, I wonder if I put you... I think I might have put you somewhere, Greta. Hold on a second. Did I? I'm just gonna... Yeah, alright. I'm just gonna copy you and bring you over. Thank you. <laughs> we, we should also do that in case I die. Are you, You're up on the top still, right? The top floor? Yep. No, no. She's down next to us and she's no longer paralyzed. Uh, what? no. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's totally true. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's... And because of your attempt to fool me, you will... Okay. <laughs> you will die slowly. Yeah. Over a thousand yeah, years. I could probably give me, give me a good ledge to jump off. I'll probably take care of that myself. Okay. <laughs> good, good, good. Um, excellent. All right. That takes care of that. You are now here. Okay, so you're you're uh, back now. And let's have... I feel like my um, healing potion hasn't so much healed you. It's just acted like morphine so you don't feel the pain. Pretty much, yeah. I don't. I don't really. Care. I don't know what the. I, I'm not quite sure if this bone should be sticking out of my arm, but right now I don't really mind. Okay, there we go. I think I got you in place now. Um, His healing okay. potion's great. So yeah. So Arash, the one thing you could do if you wish is you could move. That would be the last part of your turn that you could do is your move. After that, uh, Zephyros would be up. Uh, okay, okay. I'm gonna move. These squares are ten feet, are they not? So ten. I'm going yes, they to are ten move... feet. Yes. There. Okay, so you move right up on top of them. I yeah. said, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. I repeat myself <laughs> for the last time. Okay. Now, Zephyros goes, and let's see. Okay. Um, he um, starts to uh, speak in this kind of this, this almost like he's muttering in tongues, like um, and you see this glowing sphere form around the uh, orb um, that's there. Um, and as the uh, as the dwarves are continuing to bash away at it. Um, they see that, and or, or they you know, are looking at it, and get a, get a square here. Oh, let's just do it like that. Okay. Whoops. Never mind that part. <laughs> Ignore the squares I'm, that I'm putting on. on the screen. Damn it! So close. It's fine. We'll ignore those. It's fine. I just... <laughs> Anything to stop? All right, there we Bloody go. Bloody dwarfs! 
<laughs> there we go. Well, the beans okay. stubborn. So all it's right. Right, so it's now yeah. there is something on the top of it, and it, it it's like this. And as the the uh, mattox are falling on it, instead of the cracking and this, you know, as if something were hitting glass, it now sounds as if like like it's hitting kind of a rubberized surface uh, as it impacts um, okay. this uh, thing around it. So, um, and uh, let's see, Greta, this uh, leads us to you. Um, so you... Yes? You to be paralyzed. Um, but let's see, but for how long? Uh, he asked. I've never understood why, when you look at something and it says, I'm looking for a condition, and you go to the actual condition and it says, see, you know, like, go, like, see this, like, see conditions, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, in the time uh, you said you told me to do that, you could have just told me the page number and I wouldn't have had to go see anything. I could have just I gone think to the right spot. You can use the compendium of. I know, I know. I could yeah, definitely use the dragon's that. level. Uh, yeah, I got That's it. That's how many moves. I no, I wasn't, I wasn't thinking about that. Um, oh, I was right. thinking about... Uh, the condition about this, blah 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 blah, and that. And then yes, the as far as the length of time, yeah. Um, so end of his turn, yes. So you can repeat the constitution saving throw, and you can do that at the end of each of your turns. So, as it is now your turn, uh, Greta, you can try to repeat that saving throw now if you wish. Okay, here we go. Leningrad cowboy style. Eighteen? Not enough. Okay, then I will then I will just silently pray inside my head. Okay. <laughs> um, you do so. Um, okay. And uh, so, meanwhile, these guys, you know, wail. Um, these guys up here, let's see what happens with them. Okay. <clears throat> this guy does not actually create a square for no reason. Uh, he has a shield. Exactly. This guy turns around and begins to return his attack to the attack. So now you've got five guys just slamming away. Um, Celsig, it is... Uh, and then, oh, and then um, the one of them uh, yells over at you guys, Why don't you help, you sods? And turns back um, to doing what he's doing. Um, Celsig, you're up. We're not helping you because we're after the source of the attack and not just attacking the first random thing that comes our way. We're actually investigating. You're just attacking. And with that, I just run over and swipe with my dual weapons at this guy right in front of me. Okay. Go ahead and make roll. Yeah. It's probably not. It probably won't be enough to kill him this attack anyway, but I'll specify I'm trying to do this non-lethally. Okay. Okay, so I'll use a rapier. A sneak attack with my rapier because he's right by Urash. Did I just, just see two, two double then. ones? Yeah, two double one. Oh, that's because of halfling luck. Any one gets automatically right. re-rolled by roll twenty. So yeah, I still got a oh. double one. Typical. Double ones. So you're yeah. like, I got that's, it. That's, Ooh, nothing. Yeah. That and, is um, the roll of the night. Roll of the is. night. And and he turns <laughs> and he turns to look at you and says, um, and uh, he says, Are you daft? We're trying to save you. Um, <laughs> And I, uh, I have a bonus attack because I'm dual wielding, so I'm going to attack him with my short sword. Okay. That's more like it. That's a hit. Yep. Yeah, okay. 
Unfortunately, non-modified damage. Ooh, okay. Six on six-sided die. Okay. Um, okay. <clears throat> so you strike him in the back. He's like, ha! And stumbles forward and then turns to you and he says, uh, there's no reason to attack your friends. Uh, and then he turns around. So he does not attack you. Um, he returns to what he's doing, trying to aim at this orb. I'm mildly insulted by that. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, up here... This one is, you know, like rushing around. Um, the uh, these ones are continuing to flip out, um, and then let's see. The, and double then one, you destroy the another old. dragon. No, 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 <laughs> no. He lands on the cloud, and he walks through, squeezes his way what? into here. What? Yep. It will what? eat me. He squeezes into this oh, area. Oh, God, no. Grab. There's a dragon in the house. Yep. <laughs> he squeezes. Not by much. There's not a lot of room, but he does have room enough to squeeze. Now um, one of the griffins will kick me down and I'll fall onto the dragon. Temp <laughs> Tempest's teeth were dead. Orash. <laughs> Good job you climbed up. Maybe, maybe <laughs> yeah, the dragon... too right. <laughs> maybe the dragon is smarter than the dwarves. We will see. <laughs> Considering dwarves, that's quite likely. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rush, you're up. Uh, oh. Feel free to slap me when you're unparalyzed. <laughs> right. I should uh, walk you unless you're Can <laughs> I? You see this guy here in front of Selsig. Can oh. I get between him and the orb? Or are these guys like? really up close against well, the orb. Can I squeeze myself in? You can try to do that. Um, they, okay. they're, yeah, I mean, they're they're pretty close because these Maddox, I mean, the war, they're dwarves and the Maddox are not, you know, reach weapons. So mm. you can mm. try to sneak in. To do that, you'd probably have to touch this sphere. Good night, Big Boss. Thanks for stopping by, man. Bye, Big Boss. Um, yeah, well, it's got some sort of protection on it at the minute, right? Mm. That we can sort of see whether or not that's going to stop me from actually touching it if I like, squeeze myself in. I'm going to do that. Basically, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get myself between one of the dwarves um, and the sphere. And I'm going to be kind of like, I'll have like my battle axe ready and I'll sort of like be holding my hand out in order to sort of like persuade them visually to stop attacking the sphere. Okay, go ahead and do that. Make a persuasion check for me. Persuasion. I rolled a 16. Okay. Um, so you stand forward and kind of, you know, hold up your hand. Um, what do you say as uh, as these, these dwarves are kind of like, you know, rushing in on you, like rushing in on the orb, I should say? Uh, this giant and we are not your enemy. If you claim to be our friends, you will stop and talk to us at least for a short time. And uh, so you see the the one comes up front. He's got this, um, and you can actually see um, that he has uh, this necklace uh, around his uh, neck. And there's a little, what looks like an amulet or a, or a medallion of some kind, uh, which has these two crossed hammers. Um, and then what looks like maybe the head of a silver dragon below it. And uh, so he comes up with furious, you know, like... Fury is not the right word for it. Uh, devotion, put it that way, like commitment, right? And then he sees you standing there, and um, he's about to bring his uh, hammer down upon you. And then uh, it is stopped 
some person comes in clang with the hammer like uh, stops him and says um, hey are you daft and uh, the one looks back at him and uh, the one looks back at him and says what are you talking about Voldrick you know what we were sent here to do and the other one says and the other one says I know what we were sent here to do Ildahar and it wasn't to kill people of our own if they want to talk then we'll figure out a way to do it and uh, he sort of nods, and the other ones, and you can see now, by the way, that some of these, a few of these are female dwarves, actually. There's a few females along with the male dwarves. Um, and uh, they look at you, and then they lower, um, as one, they lower their mattocks, uh, and they turn to face you. And um, then, as you guys are all sort of waiting there, you see the head, just the head, <laughs> pop up and go over this way. Um, over and looks and looks at Zephros, and it's close enough that it could basically just like you know chomp away at Zephros if it wanted to. And so you guys are looking, Celsic. You're about ten feet from it. <laughs> this this giant looking right down at this head of this creature, right? And they both look at each other, and then um, Zephros says, "I see. Perhaps we have something to discuss before you destroy my home. Isn't that the way that?" Even the good dragons do these things. And uh, the dragon looks at him and bows um, bows its head and says, um, I beg forgiveness, Sephiroth, but we were told that you posed a threat. And Zephyros says, Truly, and are you always in the business of taking out threats against friends? Clarion. And the dragon, assuming that the name is Clarion, because it certainly sounds like it, sort of nods. Um, and it seems to maybe even chuckle. Um, and for Selsig and for um, Greta, so he's nothing, she just hears this. But for Selsig um, and for uh, for Urash, you guys can see it kind of going like... <laughs> like maybe like laughter of some kind. And there's a little bit of smoke uh, or something like curling out of its mouth um, as it does that. And uh, then it says, perhaps it would be better if we had this discussion outside. This is a little small, these accommodations. And Zephyro says, indeed, I agree. Um, I'll ask everyone to come down. I haven't seen Greta, have you? And actually, now that you think of it, none of you have seen here doing Greta. all the work. Where's she got to? And, uh, and Clarion says, ah, that may be related to something I was involved in. Perhaps I would suggest you go up there. Perhaps a dispel spell would do the trick. And um, so Zephyros ascends, and he sees you, and he says, Oh, my goodness! I would have thought you would have had better things to do than to be taking a nap while the castle was under an attack. And then he looks <laughs> yeah, closer, and he, he looks closer, and he kind of is like... <laughs> Oh, yes, well, uh, mm. and he murmurs a couple of words, um, and you feel your, the stiffness leaving your limbs, um, and you're able to uh, stand up and uh, move again. Dragon attack! <laughs> so it echoes, and the griffins are like, Rawr! again, like they all like fall backwards and everything, and Zephyros kind of raises his hand. He's like, oh, it's all right, it's all right, easy, easy. Um, they, they didn't really attack, and this dragon is not really a threat. I think we should all speak to him. Uh, why don't you come with me? 
There are some of your people that you might like to meet. <laughs> I, I, I just come with him, but I'm like, this dragon did not attack me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And as, as you sort of look over, so again, you're unparalyzed, and as you look over, you can see um, the uh, head of the dragon kind of looking up at you, uh, its head, like, it's it's tilted curiously, you know, like, um, and it, it, so as it looks up at you, it says, My apologies, dwarf. I uh, did not mean to cause you any injury. I trust you weren't permanently hurt. Thank you for trying not to cause me any injury. I'm not permanently hurt. He, he says, excellent. Uh, perhaps we should speak more. And so Zephyros, assuming that you will do this, uh, after settling down the Griffins, uh, who take a little while for that to happen, um, all of you um, exit to the outside of this cloud. Now, you guys have been in this cloud a couple of times, but the cloud, quite frankly, is a... It's not the most comfortable experience because it's sort of like, you know, standing on a glass bottom boat or being on top of uh, the clear. If anyone's here from the States has ever been to the Grand Canyon and, you know, like the floor, they have this thing, this like uh, observation deck where the whole thing below it is just glass. So you can like look below you. This is translucent. So it's not like it's clear and you can see through it. But uh, it, you're standing on a cloud. Like, I mean, it, that's that's just the reality of what you're doing. Um, and so that's a little uncomfortable. Um, mm -hmm. And so uh, as you guys are there, um, you, are, you find yourselves all standing outside, including with uh, Zephyros himself. And the only one who seems completely at ease, uh, the only ones who seem completely at ease are, of course, Zephyros and um, Clarion, the dragon, who seems to have no problem. Um, he's now got his limbs in front of him and his tail curved around. And um, he's uh, sort of looking up. It looks kind of like a big dog, sort of looking up at Zephyros, not in a you know, in a inferior way, but just sort of like in a comfortable way, um, talking to him. Um, and uh, one of the dwarves, you've learned uh, by the way that the dwarves are called uh, Dana Ungart, Ildahar Ironfist. Ildahar was the one who was going to hit you originally, um, Orash, but then was stopped. Um, by Voldric Firehammer, and then Hewenhorn, Griswelda Torin, and uh, Nalt Splintershield. And the person who seems to be the leader is Voldric Firehammer. Um, and uh, Voldric Firehammer stands there with his mattock, like, you know, the classic pose. He's got the hammer in front of him with his two hands on top of the handle um, and looks at all of you, and uh, he says, I think we've got a bunch of questions that we need answering. And the first one begins with this. Explain to me exactly why you're trafficking with this giant. And you, and he looks over at Clarion, you need to explain why you know this person, know this giant. This is a friend of yours? I thought the dragons and the giants were at war. And Clarion what? sort of looks down and says, um, These things are always more complicated than you dwarves tend to see it. And Zephyro says, Yes, quite true, I think. Um, and uh, Voldric Firehammer just sort of shakes his head disgustedly um, and he says we are here from Queen Degnabit of Mithril Hall we were sent here with one purpose and it was to destroy this tower to disable the cloud giant stronghold we disable all of these that we see because we know that when they are here they bring nothing but damage and destruction in its wake 
Now you've told us to stop, and we have, and the Queen would have my head for it if she knew. So the time has come for you to start explaining. Who is this giant? He looks over his shoulder. And why exactly are the rest of you working for him? Did he enslave you? No. No, no not at all. No, no, no. He is Zephyros, and he is a wizard. Da, da, da. And he can speak for himself. <laughs> you don't need to ask us. And he says, but I don't know whether I know care what an evil giant thinks about things. And um, Zephyros says, evil? <laughs> well, dear me. <laughs> he's not he's not evil he's not, he's not he, evil he's a bit he's a bit strange special, special, been special in... but he's special. not evil no, um, not evil and... there's been something of a split in the giant community a split no. oh sorry yes <clears throat> I, I <laughs> the, a split <laughs> sorry no no echo on that one a split and uh Zephyro says yes precisely it's one of the reasons that I'm here trying to unify your people and the larger people. And I would think that Clarion, of all dragons, would know that what I say has the ring of truth. And Clarion says, Yes, it's true that I know something about your particular personality, Zephyros, for good and for ill. But I don't fully understand. You're, you've gone rogue? You're by yourself up here? And Zephyros says, well, I haven't been awake all that long, my dear friend. I awoke to found the world is insane. Little creatures against big creatures, dragons against giants, the giant community self at each other's throats. We live in a very odd world. And uh, the dragon looks around and uh, nods and looks over at Voldrick and says, I'm here as a favor to your queen. The decision must be made with you and with these creatures. And he says that, like, sort of pointing out um, the others. And, um... <coughs> okay. Um, thank you. Thank you. It is worth noting he has already turned down joining up with the Prince of Evil Air. I mean, if he meant you harm, he the had a chance to do it hatred. right in front of us. Yes. Mm. Um, and he says... He says, uh, and he, he sort of, Voldrick sort of looks around and says, The Prince of Evil Air. What do what the elemental princes have to do with this? Well, that's what we're investigating. But he had an option to join them, and he chose us instead, the free peoples of this world. Nicely put. Um, <laughs> and so, Selsig, uh, you say that, and he nods. And um, and looks back at you and says, um, "I understand a little bit about the importance of putting one's petty bigotries aside, but the truth is that this isn't just up to me. The Queen gave us an order. I can't just cast it aside because a few of you and a half insane giant." He says, somewhat nervously, looking up at Zephyros, who beams back at him, you know, with his big smile, um, say that they're good. What happens if I let you go? What happens if, well, you decide to do something to take advantage of what the chance we've given you and use it against us? I could never we forgive see... myself if more people died. People dying is what we're trying to prevent right now. We seek King Hecaton that he may bring order to the giants and rein in the rogue ones who've decided to play 
rock, drop a rock on the local communities. <laughs> Clarion looks up at uh, Clarion upon hearing Hecaton. His eyes widen, his scaled eyes, and he looks over at uh, he looks over at um, uh, Zephyros and says, "Hecaton, there is a name I haven't heard in a very long time. Do you mean to say that Hecaton is not in charge anymore?" And Zephyros says, "Apparently not." But I haven't been able to find the details. These adventurers were going to Bryn Shander. They had some duties of their own to attend to, and I hoped after that they could try to find some information on where the giants themselves would be. I felt that they were in a better position to understand the little people than I would be. And uh, the little people, uh, so referred to, um, sort of shake their head and say, um, Listen, and he turns to you, Greta. Um, Mm -hmm. And Volca says, Listen, I don't know whether to trust a halfling who's obviously spent more than his share of time in a tavern, nor do I know whether I can pay attention to this creature whose method of fighting seems to be leaping from great distances. And he looks up at uh, you, Orash. Um, He says, um, But I can trust a dwarf. Dwarves understand other dwarves. Are you telling me that you trust these people? That you believe this giant? Because let me tell you, if you're wrong, no matter how much you say you care for your god, your people will have been failed, and you'll be responsible. Are you willing to take on that risk? I am. He sort of stares at you. He says, I don't understand why. What have they given to you? What have they shown to you that proves what you're saying is true? I have been traveling with these two, and I point to Urak and Thartus, for some time now. I know them. I know their character. I've been traveling a little less of time with the giant here. But from what I've shown, I believe him. And I believe him enough to trust my life and your life with it. I cannot prove it to you. What I think we could offer to you is that you come with us to um, Bryn Shandar, and after we've landed there without destroying anything, you just go back with Clarion to your place. You can stay up on here, you can be a threat against our lives, is that what you want to? And after you, we have, like, passed by and went to Bryn Shandar, you, maybe you believe us. And uh, he sort of he sort of thinks about it, and you can see the other dwarves um, are kind of moving around somewhat uneasily, like uh, especially um, the uh, character of uh, Ildefar um, is kind of not so happy about this idea, you can tell. But you can also tell um, that Voldric is in charge, and basically if Voldric says this is what we're going to do, that's what's going to happen. So Voldric um, kind of looks at the others and they, they sort of quiet down. And then he looks up at Clarion and he says, um, So you can bring us back, I suppose. And Clarion picks up one of his giant claws, each talon of which is as big as one of you, and uh, sort of studies it kind of in a bored way and says, I suppose I could be persuaded, yes, if you need me to bring you back. It's always the same way. Bring us to, bring us from. Bring us to, bring us from. Like we're pack mules. And um, Zephyro says... It is the curse, I'm afraid, of being a winged creature of great strength and power. And Clarion looks up at him and says, Don't start with your flattery and jokes, Zephyros. I see it. I see through it coming from you. 
and Zephyros just kind of smiles. Um, and uh, Volcar looks back at you and says, All right, I'm going to mark the position of where this castle is. We're going to make sure that it's tracked. We heard that you're going to Bryn Shander. <clears throat> We're going to follow you and make sure that's exactly where you go. When you get to Bryn Shander, I'm going to give you one week to find what you need to find. If you haven't done it by then, then the orders continue the way they do, assuming I haven't been run down to become a dwarf scullery maid down in the kitchen somewhere, and I'm still in charge of this group. That's what we'll be doing. I give you a week, and it's the best I can do. So, after we've proven that we are not here to destroy anything, we get a week? Yes. And in these suspicious times, you ought to feel good that it's not a couple of minutes. These are difficult days for the dwarves. Why? What happened to the dwarves? And he says, um, where have you been, lass? You haven't heard well, about the attacks? The villages being destroyed? And he lowers his voice and he says, It was only about two weeks ago that one of our great mountain homes was stove in. Nobody knows why, but they knew that there were a whole set of stone giants that walked away from it. Not a single one of our people made away. And he looks over at Illivarn, who looks like really kind of... He's trying not to look, but he's obviously really upset. And he says, Much of his clan was killed in that attack. You can understand why he's not that interested in making peace with a crazy giant based upon your say-so and the dragons. Ultimately, the dwarves have to stick with the dwarves, and I'm doing as much as I can to let you go this far. Where We've I've gone been? from under attack to a week... We, 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 we're coming from Nightstone, which is kind of far away from here. And he, sorry, he nods, he says, You'll be at Bryn Shander in the next hour or so if you keep at this pace. Then you'll have a week to do what you need to do there. If the report you get is a good one, then we'll let things go. If, so, if what? Sorry, just repeat that last bit. If so we get a week to do what? You have a week to be able to fulfill what you need to do and to prove to us more than just your word, but actual evidence that this is not the castle that's been responsible for attacking, that this isn't one of the giants who's been reigning death and destruction, and that I don't have to go back and explain to more people, like Illifarn's clan, and he points his finger over at Illifarn, who looks away, why it is that I'm letting people go, because a halfling and a half-orc and a crazy giant tell me to. Now, if you don't understand that, I can't help you, but the conversation comes to an end now. And you can tell that he's getting a little bit agitated. Um, Wait, I, I need one detail. Does it mean that the giant castle has to stay in Bryn Shandar for the week? Um, yeah. So what they basically, what he explains to you is that as a sign of good faith, um, they want the giant castle to basically stay around. It doesn't have to be on the ground, but to stay around and in the vicinity of uh, Bryn Shandar. And uh, it will be kept watch on by... Uh, good aligned forces, apparently. I'm looking over to to Sephiroth. Would you be oh, willing to well. stay in Bryn... <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking over to our wonderful <laughs> giant. Would you be willing to stay in Bryn Chandar for the week? And he says, Well, I did have my research that I had to conduct elsewhere, but if it will allow the little races not to fight and battle each other... He seems very unconcerned about any threat to himself. Then, I suppose I'll be willing to do it. 
Um, I would, however, ask Clarion that you not come right next to my tower again. My griffins are a little troubled by your presence. And um, Clarion kind of lazily grins and, uh, you know, picks his teeth with one of his talons. Um, and so... Then we uh, are decided, then. We are decided. We have a week. Uh, we decided. And, uh, and, they, and Volok turns and says, um, and it's not bad timing. You can see for yourself. And as everybody turns, you can see in the far distance, just over the edge of the cloud and, like, in the distance in the horizon, what looks like um, a dark um, area that is approaching. And the dark area, if you have it right, appears to be the oncoming uh, town, city, really, of Bryn Shander. <laughs>